Welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain momentum for life. Let's join the conversation with author and pastor Scott Wade, president of Momentum Ministries. Good morning. I'm Pastor Scott, your host for today's Casual Conversation, and uh, we're on All-Star Break. During this All-Star Break, I'm having guests on to answer the question, you did what? We've been going through the Gospel of Mark. We've gotten all the way up to the opening verses of chapter two here in this year, and uh, we have a lot more to, to cover in Mark, and we're talking about new beginnings. We've been going at it so long, uh, someone told me that I need to call it old beginnings, uh, and I don't want to stop because I have some great guests lined up after the All-Star break who will come on with us. But I also have great guests during the All-Star break, some folks that uh, I wanted to have come on with me. And, and uh, we have two All-Stars today, Matt and Faye Wagner on Casual Conversations today. Good morning, Matt and uh, Faye. Great to have you on. Hi. How are you, Scott? Hello. Thank you for having us. I'm doing just great. Thanks for being on. So uh, give us that um, elevator speech. Who are the Wagners? Well, we live in Bethel, Ohio, and our family business has been public education. So Matt spent about 32 years as a teacher and principal, and I spent 30 years as a teacher. Um, we've both retired, Matt, about a year ago, and me about three days ago. <laughs> Congratulations. That's Thank so much know. fun. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so that's been our business. We have two grown children. Hillary and her husband, Joe, live here in Cincinnati, close to where we are. And um, she is an artist and he is a doctoral student at UC. Our son, Robert, and his wife, Amy, um, just this past weekend, moved to Indianapolis. He's an actuary. She works in um, healthcare. We, the most exciting part about the Wagners is that we have a grandbaby on the way in September, oh. our first grandchild. So we're anxiously awaiting that. That's an even greater club to welcome you to. That's <laughs> awesome. Good. Well, um, our listeners, some of them may know you and some may not, but I want the folks who are listening to today's podcast to know how much that I have respected you and looked up to you as educators and uh, how much I value you as friends and how much I sense the uh, value, uh, the eternal value of your work in the kingdom of God. So uh, tell us a little bit about some of the areas that you've served in the church. Well, first and foremost, we are um, big believers that if you're going to be a Christian, you need to be serving the Lord. And that's one of the great things about the Church of the Nazarene. It's a very outward-focused denomination, and we've done many jobs, haven't we, Faye, working for the church. We've been Sunday school teachers to adults. We're currently Sunday school teachers for fourth and fifth graders. We've been church board members over the years. I think you were a Sunday school superintendent at one point, weren't you? <laughs> hey, I know what you were, Matt. You were a coconut. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. been one of the most surprising roles we've had in the church. We've taken on a little, I don't know, we have a little, a little bird, Coconut, that his voice stra sounds strangely like Matt's at times. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Coconut, Coconut and I have some interesting conversations together <laughs> for kids ministry. Yeah. <laughs> we've done a lot of different jobs in the church serving the Lord. And we, 
uh, want to continue to do that. So it's very important to us. Uh, Matt and Faye have served as uh, co-contributors for the uh, book Christmas with Luke, a Christmas devotional that, that we published a few years ago, and they contributed the children's portion of that children and families portion of that devotional book for Advent. So uh, they are partners with me in Momentum Ministries as well. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you did for uh, Christmas with Luke. Well, we, um, first of all, we're so impressed with the devotional Scott put together uh, for this book. And he, oh, Scott, you always do such a good job and we enjoy your writing so much. Um, Scott, you came to us and asked us to put together some children's activities that would complement the devotion so it could be used um, for families with children. And we, really believe that children need to be actively hands-on engaged in their learning. So um, the activities that we put together to complement the devotionals are very active, trying to get the kids to take on some sort of kinesthetic role in the, the lesson for that day. And we tried to keep them really simple with um, household items we understand that families today are very, very busy and there are a lot of demands pulling them in many different directions. So try to make it simple and fun. All right. Well, I appreciate the work that you did there. And uh, I hope that our listeners will take advantage of getting Christmas with Luke. <laughs> you know, it's Christmas in July. It's never too early <laughs> to start selling books, right? <laughs> Visit the website, right? <laughs> so um, your friends, neighbors. We lived in the same neighborhood in, in Bethel before uh, Lana and I moved to South Carolina and uh, church members working together. You guys have been my leaders on several mission trips. We've co-led mm -hmm. some trips and worked together. Um, but that's not why I have you on casual conversations today. Um, you need to, uh, to answer this question. Um, you did what? So why are you on this program today? Well, we're on this program today because we went to language school in Costa Rica back in 2014. Uh, went to the Spanish Language Institute. It was an intensive program for a month. We took our kids with us, and it was an outstanding experience. I remember hearing about it. And when I thought about this all-star break and people that have done pretty cool things, unusual things, I thought, I want Matt and Faye to tell their story. I'm going to have you do that in just a minute, but we're going to take a break first and hear from Momentum Ministries. And when we get back, we'll hear Matt and Faye's story of going to language school. Hi, this is Amy. We at Momentum Ministries want to help you attain, maintain, and regain spiritual momentum. Jesus kept his momentum going by the word of God. Everywhere he went, in every new setting, Jesus depended on the word of God for spiritual direction for himself and for those he ministered to. We at Momentum believe that the word of God will help you in your new settings as well. The Bible will give you a firm foundation and an optimistic outlook. If you need help reading and understanding the Bible, consider signing up for our daily email devotional. As you read a chapter from the Bible, along with a devotional thought, each day, you will gain strength and wisdom for each new setting. Check it out at MomentumMinistries.org, where you can sign up to receive these daily emails. For those of you who prefer a print book, those devotional messages 
are available in The Climb, a series of books written by Pastor Scott to help guide you through the Bible. Well, thank you, Momentum Ministries. We are back with Matt and Faye Wagner from Bethel, Ohio. And uh, Matt and Faye were about to tell us about their uh, excursion to uh, Costa Rica, where they went to language school. So uh, what led you to, to do that? First of all, what kind of led up to that decision? Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, several years before that, at, uh, at our church, we had some missionaries come from Central America. And our daughter was uh, in her teens at that point. And she said, I want to go on a mission trip. I want to go to Central America. And we thought, well, we don't want to let her go without us. So we organized the first mission, mission trip to Guatemala and took Hillary and, and uh, Rob and a bunch of other people and worked with uh, Tommy Matthews down there. And it was a wonderful experience. And while we were there, um, Tommy and I had a, a lot of conversations. He was the work and witness coordinator. During one of those conversations, Tommy said, I can just see you and Faye working in missions someday. How, how old were you at that point? You don't have to tell your age now, but I will. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's been... We were about 45. Yeah, we're in our mid-40s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Tommy Matthews said mm. to you, I can see... Here you are, 45, in the middle of your academic career, yeah. a teaching career. And he says, I can see you on the mission field someday. Yeah, and working in missions. And that just really stuck with us. And we've been praying about that ever since. Fast forward from that point... Um, we'd led several mission trips, as we said, to Central America. And one of those mission trips was to Costa Rica, which was a great experience. But we, we realized that if we were going to serve the Lord in missions, possibly in the Central American area um, or in a Latin or Spanish speaking culture, that we needed to learn the language. So in 2000, I guess it would have been 2013, we started planning, started studying on our own. And then in the summer, in July of 2014, we went to Costa Rica and attend, spent the month at the uh, Spanish Language Institute, which um, was a really intensive experience for sure. We, we would go to class uh, Monday through Friday for four or five hours, all morning long for sure, and then do homework all afternoon and into the evening. So it was very intensive so so your kids your kids went with you did they go through it yes they did yeah we all so, so here are the wagners all four of you just uh, getting out of school for the summer and going back to school yes yeah so what we, was it what was it like it was hard <laughs> <laughs> We had to, we had, I remember taking a placement test at the beginning of the experience, and we all ended up, um, well, pretty much in different classes. I think, were, you, were any of the kids in your class? I don't yes, know. Robert and I were in the same yeah. class, and you and Hillary That's right. were in the same we, class. We were in so. the same class together. Yeah. So we, um, Hillary and well, I. Who could, was more advanced? Rob and <laughs> I, I, was, I was misplaced. I'm convinced I was misplaced. And if it wasn't for Robert with me in that class, I would have not succeeded. Yeah. He helped me a lot and helped me study in the evenings. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but 
outside of the actual class time and study time, we had a lot of really neat experiences there. Um, we stayed with um, a lady named Josefa, and that's kind of how they set it up. You did, they didn't have a dorm. They had all the students were, uh, were farmed out, I guess, to families, and they stayed with the families. And Josefa had a casita, which is a, a, like a small uh, house off the main house. Uh, kind of like a mother-in-law house or something like that. Just a just a small house, you know. It, it had a like a small living area, a shower, bathroom, couple bedrooms. Uh, so it was very nice, and we were a little little uneasy about the situation because you know you we are in a foreign country and unfamiliar surroundings. And one of the first nights there, you know, we've got Hillary and Rob in one bedroom, and we're in the other bedroom. And we hear this, it's the middle of the night, everybody's asleep, and we hear this blood-curdling screaming coming from that room. And of course, we're like, what? And we jumped up and ran in there, and uh, there was a huge moth flying around the room. And when I say huge, this was like six, eight, ten inches Maybe more. Maybe more. <laughs> Across wingspan. It was a big moth. And of course, they didn't know what it was, but they knew it was flying around the room. So we had to get that under control. So that was that was a, an exciting event for us, for sure. One fun memory I have as a mom is that we returned back to the casita one day and the kids were looking for shoes. I don't know. I don't remember what they were getting ready to do. They needed a certain pair of shoes and they couldn't find them. And they were getting angry and they were accusing each other of misplacing them. And I left, I know I left mine here and I know I left mine here. And I said, kids, why don't you look in their closet? And there was a housekeeper that had come and she had straightened up the casita and put all of their shoes in the closet. <laughs> so that was something I was a new experience we had never had a housekeeper before so we had to um we had to get used to that why don't you tell got, us about what you that real quick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> so one of the great things about this experience other than learning the language was building relationships with the the people that were attending school with us uh, Josefa and her family and other Costa Ricans in the in the neighborhood and we would spend a lot of time together outside of outside of class. You know, in the, we didn't work all the time. We would go out some in the evenings, especially on the weekends. Um, and you always did have to be on your guard. I don't want to make it sound like Costa Rica is an unsafe place to be because it's not. But you always definitely want to be aware of your surroundings, I guess would be the nice way to say that. And one of the things I would carry with me uh, is some pepper spray. Um, we had a lot we had dogs in our neighborhood that honestly were <laughs> unfriendly yeah. so that was one of our concerns yeah. and but. we were together with a group uh, one evening taking a walk and I thought you know I haven't tested my pepper spray and while and I was kind of far I was a decent distance away from everybody else and I didn't spray it at them honest I didn't but I sprayed it <laughs> And I didn't realize the wind, it was just a gentle breeze, carried the pepper spray into the group. <laughs> and we heard all of this coughing and hacking and, 
and people were like running what is this <laughs> i feel like i've been sprayed with pepper spray and i'm like oh it's because you, you have <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with that they i mean no one was injured it wasn't anything serious uh it just kind of irritated their throats a little bit and and uh but of course they had a lot of fun with me the rest yeah. of the trip <laughs> the rest of the experience there so that was that was exciting for sure why don't you tell them about the bus story Faye? our experience riding the bus in costa rica we we that was our main form of transportation was the bus and it came right through our neighborhood um so we thought, well, we'll we'll go take the bus and we'll just ride it around and and kind of see where it goes. And we paid our fare and got on one day and we rode and we rode and we noticed that people just started getting off. No one started getting on. And eventually we were in a part of town that we didn't know at all. And we were the only ones left on the bus. And eventually the driver stopped and spoke to us in very rapid Spanish that we were having difficulty understanding. And we finally communicated enough to realize the bus was at the end of the line for the day and he was going home. And so here we were in a part of the city we didn't know. And we didn't realize that that was the end of the road for that bus. Yeah. Um, we did, obviously. <laughs> make it back and find our way home but um lots of interesting experiences like that with the language and um i will just say we absolutely fell in love with the costa rican people and um with the other people that we were in classes with we have friends that we have continued to stay in touch with through social media that we met there people who were on not their second language but even their third and fourth language and um was very impressive to see what people are accomplishing with language uh, made us feel a little inept to be mm -hmm. to be honest but we learned so very much and the our our love for um the people of costa rica grew so after that experience uh, we continued leading work and witness trips staying open to the will of, of um of, of our god to make sure that we are doing what he would have us to do we got involved with um, work and witness at the um, highest level in the Church of the Nazarene in Kansas City. Started working with the, the global work and witness coordinator, planning the um, work and witness virtual conference, the first ever work and witness virtual conference. It was an international conference held last fall, and we volunteered to help plan that. And one thing led to another, and now we work for the Global Ministry Center for the Church of the Nazarene. And we are involved in planning um, a service project called Love Your Neighbor, which is part of General Assembly that will happen in June of 2023. So we're continuing to do things that uh, give us opportunities to serve both at the local church level at the district church level and now at the i guess at the international level with the global ministry center and we're just praying that god would guide us and direct us in our next steps a couple of quick questions the uh, the organization that you were with was that a christian organization it was we did some research on that and we decided to go with the same organization that um, I think it was Mount Vernon or Olivet. Mount Vernon. Mount was Vernon. Using at the time. Yeah, Mount Vernon was using mm -hmm. that 
that language school at the time. That's so Mount we, Vernon Nazarene College. Yes, I'm sorry. Or yeah, Mount University. University. <laughs> it was college when I graduated. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So we, yeah, that's that's how we identified the school that we were going to attend. So one was it? Did they have a Christian purpose? Yes. yes. For their mission, were there people there that you befriended, got to know that were there simply for the language and not for the for a Christian purpose? Everyone that, um, that I remember talking with was there for a Christian purpose. They train a lot of missionaries. Mm -hmm. okay. um, um, I, there was a, a, a person in our class that was a school secretary that worked with a lot, a, a large Spanish speaking population. So she was doing this just kind of for her secular job, but she was a believer. So, you know, it was a, yeah, very much Christian organization. So, um, <clears throat> You you learned Costa Rican Spanish, is that right? Latin yes. American. Yes. That, yes. How much variation is there? Um, between Latin oh, American countries. Well, just people that that speak Spanish, Mexican. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Costa Ricans are fairly easy to understand, and with their Spanish because they they speak a little slower, and they say the entire word. If you go to Cuba, you'll have a, a different experience there. They speak Spanish there, obviously, but Cuban Spanish is much faster. They say their words quickly and they tend to drop endings and they run their words more to run their words together more than you normally do in Spanish. Uh, so it's it's a little more challenging depending on the country you're in. But I really like to be in Costa Rica for many reasons, but um, in speaking with speaking with Costa Ricans, it's easier to understand. So um, you've got your you've got your work for 2023. You're working on that. Um, mm -hmm. But what's next that's coming up out of your experience at language school? Do you have anything on the horizon? I think COVID has changed our thinking a lot. Um, we thought maybe at this point we might have some sort of an assignment in line where we would be traveling to a Latin American country and helping in some capacity. But looking like right now, at least for the time being, that our involvement in missions will be different than what we thought it might look like. So we're trying very hard to stay open. Um, the Bible promises that he will be a lamp unto our feet. And so that doesn't mean that we can necessarily see down the whole road, um, but our, our feet are illuminated. And so we're taking that next step into the Love Your Neighbor project. And we don't know for sure what is beyond that. One of the good things about working for the Global Ministry Center is that we're meeting lots of people. We interact with missionaries and we interact with um with folks who work for the, the general church in Nazarene. So those relationships uh, may lead to some open doors for us. I appreciate that. Um, and your spirit is a testimony to my own experience as well, that when you say yes to God, you don't have the whole thing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a prepackaged deal. We think we may know where we're going, but God knows. And he directs us. And thank you for your... Um, Flexibility, you taught me that early on in Work and Witness. Blessed are the flexible, they shall bend and not break. And, <laughs> and uh, thank you for your willingness to just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And there might be some folks listening today who are 
maybe confused that their ministry's taking a different turn, or perhaps they're trying to discover what's next for them. And uh, before we go today, I'd like to ask uh, one or both of you to, uh, to lead us in a prayer and ask God to, uh, to bring comfort and direction to those folks. Would you do that? Yeah, we'd be happy to. Father, we're thankful that we can, we can serve you. We can live for you. We're thankful for your love. We pray that your guiding hand would be upon those who are listening to this podcast, that if they're feeling unsure about uh, how best to serve you, that they would seek you uh, by reading your word, knowing your word, and looking for open doors through which they can walk to, to make a difference for the kingdom. I pray that you'd be with Scott as he continues to, to do these podcasts, that you would bless him, bless his ministry, that lives may be touched and changed forever. Amen. Amen. Well, Matt and Faye, thank you so much for coming on Casual Conversations. Appreciate having you on today. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for your ministry. Well, that concludes today's Casual Conversation, and I hope you'll join us next week. God bless you. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening in on Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries. Visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org. That's Momentum Ministries with two M's in the middle, dot O-R-G. God bless you and have a great day.